Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mates Beer and Footy. Mick and I are back to have a good chat about what was a big round four and a massive round five coming up. This is episode six. If you're still with us, thank you too kindly. Cheers. Ooh, double Ooh. whammy this time. I don't know if you've ever had that before out there. But uh, Mick, there was some crazy sure some results again. Oh, boy, double whammy. I like it. That could be, that could be a segment, <laughs> but we'll keep it clean. There was some crazy results. Um, absolutely. But the biggest, the biggest one was, we called it early and said Sydney Essendon was going to be a cracker game. Mm. And that was the game of the year. But we also <laughs> said Port and Richmond would be the game of the year and we'll spot on. Oh, good luck beating that. I know you're a Richmond fan through and through, but good luck beating that game for the rest of the season, honestly. Oh, sensational. Just the intensity and the... You see, there are close games. The Sydney Essendon game was actually a bit sloppy by the end because it was so dewy, the Northern States dew that comes yeah. over. But Port and Richmond, it was clean, it was hard. It was just two good teams slugging it out. And Port, to their credit, they had a few on one leg by the end of it. and A bit of fortune, not fortune with the umpires because the rules are what they are. But, um, you know, what really could have gone either way. What did you make of the last, the, the non-deliberate... Uh, Rush behind. Yeah, that, is that what you're talking about? It, the non-call? Yeah, it wasn't deliberate by the letter of the rules now, but the, I, I would join the chorus, which I've seen all over. Clarko, Jack Rewald, of course, said it. Petrarca in saying, why not make it as deliberate as the boundary line? Yeah. That, no, Robbie Gray did perfectly the right thing. He was entitled to do that. But the rule shouldn't be that you can simply handball it over. So if the player in front of him had have got a hand on it, because I only just missed that poor player in front... If, he, if it had a ricocheted off him, that would have been okay, though. No one would have been debating it at all. You know what I'm saying? Well, I didn't think there was any Port people there at all. No, nah, there was. There was a Port player in between, but Gray was still clearly going oh, for the yeah. behind. He wasn't aiming for any people. I, I thought the rule states that if you're under pressure within that nine metres, or perceived pressure by the umpire, then it's not deliberate. But if he was in the on the boundary line, that would be called a free kick. Yeah. Insufficient intent. Yeah. But the rule for the goal square or the goals isn't insufficient intent. No. So I think they made the right call, and I don't mind that call because I don't want to see a goal just for the sake of a goal either. There was one I think um, a couple of weeks ago where the Collingwood player, I think it was side bottom, kicked it from like thirty out into his own into the opposite end goals, and that was. Deliberate. Yeah. Because it wasn't in the nine metres. But he was under pressure, but it wasn't in the nine metres. So I don't mind. As soon as I saw it, I thought, well, they can't call that deliberate. Yeah, no. Um, But I get both ways. But I don't think that costs the Tigers the match. Oh, well, it's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, Jack Rewall had a shot to win it not long after that, and he missed. Yeah, but... Because then you miss kicking it off the ground. If he'd picked it up, he might have swung around and kicked the goal anyway. Plenty of opportunities. But also, was it the second quarter? I think Port Adelaide kicked like five behinds in a row, and they were all gettable goals. So it sort of kept Richmond in it a fair bit then. They had a lot of run, but I think at the end, it was a pretty good result overall. Oh, yeah. It was a great game. I wasn't too heartbroken to lose that one. But yeah, no, as far as the rush behind goes, it wasn't a free kick. Um, And... They, something about, yeah, if you're in the goal square, you can do it anyway or something. But yeah. The I same pressure's interesting. All the Tigers players had their hands up as if to say he's not under pressure. So yeah. he really wasn't. But it doesn't matter. I wouldn't mind seeing the rule change, but as far as Friday went, it was fine. And Port just played a great game of footy, as did the Tigers. A couple of our young blokes were a bit overawed. That might have been the difference there. Debutant Jones was awesome. 
on the half back line and a couple of hours just struggled so yeah and Port like you said they had a lot of injuries that game yeah too. they did they were struggling so, by the end of it poor good. old Dersma oh. it wasn't as bad as it, it looked at the time I think it's not going to be like full 12 months or something 14 weeks I yeah, think they so said so not back for finals and yeah. they'll, they'll and be Butters will miss finals. a few as well yeah. oh yeah they'll be in the finals how good spoke how good is yeah, he? Yeah, he played a good game. The last two seasons, he's just turned back the clock well and truly. Oh, he's been brilliant, yeah. yeah. He's doing his bit. And Wine's good accumulator. Hacked it a fair bit, but he got a fair bit of it. So they're, They were the team I was worried about at the start of the year, and that hasn't changed. No, I think they're back in it. They had a blip against the Eagles, but they were, we said that as well. They're well and truly still in the hunt. But we started off last week, and we said the first two games, if not the Dogs' lines, the lines let us down a little bit there. Yeah. Because it fell <laughs> out. So, yeah but the first two that. games... Are the two best games we've seen so far this year, and then we expected the last couple maybe to throw something at us, but it didn't really. No, not really. No, <clears throat> I think um, the Gold Coast Carlton was actually quite close, but I wasn't watching it because not a I was. I was watching the train wreck that is Collingwood. Well, that's quite fascinating at the moment. <laughs> I think that there, well, there's been news reports, everything about Buckley. We said it at the start. Yeah, there'll be player unrest. We said, watch out if they're zip and zix. Well, they're only, what, one and three? Yeah. And they beat Carlton. Yeah, like, they're not looking, they're not no. looking great. Oh, jeez, you'd think they're Buckley's chance, pardon the pun, of beating the Eagles this week. So one and four, surely, unless something remarkable happens. If Buckley doesn't make finals, I think he's gone well yeah, and truly. Well, but even if he makes finals, he might still be out. You know, He might have had enough by then, too. It looks like it's weighed on him a bit. There's a lot of apparently player unrest with some of the ones like Grundy and Roughhead were mentioned that they're not too keen on Buckley. No, oh, who knows what's true. I think it's always going to fall apart when you're losing games, though. If you're winning games, no one's talking about you. So that's yeah. what they have to do. They have well, to start winning. That's right. And things change in seasons. This is the start of the year. It's bad. You don't want to be losing now. You can't. You don't know they might get something going yeah. and have a run. That's it's right. not impossible, but they, they're looking... It's not just they're losing, it's just the nature of the losses and the, the, the lack of spirit that you seem to see. They're dominating in the mid. Grundy's dominating the hitouts just to no one. Mm. They've still got Pendlebury side bottom, Adams was injured now, but that, you know they've still got a reasonable core midfield group. Their forward line's just dysfunctional. Oh, but that's never been any different. But they made really? a grand final with the same forward line. Yeah. Well, like, that's plus Stevenson, that, that's the expected. Yeah, they don't really right. have at the moment. And, but, and not to mention Elliot's obviously out with his broken leg. Yeah, but the core there, those Cox, Majacek and uh, Dugowie, Dugowie. Yeah, well, he's been off the boil. Yeah. Cox is very hit and miss. Oh, I, I think But they go to time. town on him when he when he kicks three goals. They say he's back That's oh, the best town. thing ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Dugowie, he can tear it up. He, he, four goals and a half against Carlton. When he's on song, he's unstoppable. I, but it's I just actually not think they enough. need to start looking at Dugowie in the middle. Well, See he, if they he can burst been. through and do it that way. They have been playing him through there. He's, he's a great one-on-one player when he's isolated in that side. But mm. then they put Cox down in front yeah. of him or Majacek. <laughs> I yeah. like Majacek. He's he's, but he's a soldier. He's never going to probably win too many games off his own boot. Although he nearly did, nearly yeah, he like, did in the final last year. But. He's like the 12th best forward in the... Like power forward in the game. Well, that's like, not bad. Yeah, but that means that you're probably the 12th best team too. You know, like... Well, there'd be some teams that have two that are ahead of you. Well, there's a couple I'm thinking of now straight away. But yeah, so but it's still, if you're going to be that, and then Cox is probably the 30th best forward, tall forward, in the game, like, it's a big difference, you know? Like, you need someone else. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, you know, sliding doors, they 
put a big bid in for Tom Lynch and that would have changed everything for them, potentially. Possibly, yeah. But who's Who to knows? say? Yeah. But we're, all we know is what's happening now. So I actually had the biggest loser down as the Eagles because they were just... That, was, that wasn't just our class for that 40 minutes of footy where they kicked eight goals against like Saints cake. They were dominated in the midfield from the start, St Kilda. It was just when the Eagles went forward, they scored. Yeah. And that's what the Eagles have always done. Yeah. As soon as it goes inside 50, they score. I think they only had three behinds for the whole match, you know, 13 goals, three or yeah. something. So <laughs> yeah. that kept them in it, but the midfield just fell apart. But again, I still think Collingwood were the biggest loser on the weekend. Oh, the Eagles will bounce back. They'll beat the Eagles, they'll beat the Magpies this week. They still will get it together, and I think Yo's coming back this week. Is that right? No, I think he's going back to a training. Oh, that is that all? So I he's, saw not, he's not coming back. back. So no. he's back no. as in he's starting again. Well, that's a shame. I don't think they've got too much to change. Hearn's out with an injury, yeah, and I think maybe great. the Witherden from Brisbane might get a game. That's about it. That's that's really it. Yeah. When when Hearn went though, that backline didn't know what to do. Yeah. The, the, but the ball was coming in that march. They couldn't stop it. The midfield just fell away. Nick Nat knew he should have had a day out, and he. It just wasn't dominant like he was the week before. So. Yeah. Uh, it's just not a great day, but it starts to bring the questions up, as with Frio. These teams, Frio not so much, because they're probably not in the premiership hunt, but they, you have to be winning outside of Perth. You just can't simply bank your home wins no. and lose away constantly. They, they should have won that game, and they know that, but I think they'll get back this week anyway. We'll talk about that oh. in a bit. But still, oh, Collingwood, here's a fun fact for you, for Collingwood, right? They fell, uh, fell over in that third quarter. Like, end of the third quarter, that definitely the last quarter, so to speak. They were out mm. of it, right? Yeah. They were the oldest team on the weekend. Oh, you love the oldest team, they, stats. But they're the oldest team. That's If you're the oldest team on the weekend, you need to win that game. They're not, um, they're not in a rebuilding bracket. No. So that's not a surprise. But if you're 1-3 and three and you've just put out the oldest team on the weekend, where, where are you then? You know, you... You're not top four with the oldest team. I think you're in yeah. trouble. Well, I think they were still aiming around that mark. I oh. th- still think they believed they were in the premiership window. But it's it's the, it's the depth. It's always the depth. No one's yeah. questioning their A-graders. Yeah, no, that's right. I think they've got the a great top six players. Yeah. After that, nothing. Pretty much. Yeah. So they almost, well, we'll see what happens over the next few weeks, but they're not that far off having to go back to the well a little bit. I think. Yeah, I think. But we'll see. I think the world's run dry. I don't think they've got anyone <laughs> out to come into that side that's going to improve them. Oh, no. That's their problem. No, and I if agree. they didn't see that at the start of the year, we called them out on it earlier. They should have oh, listened. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of critical mass there with the Trelaw. Oh, the players that... It's been done to death. But the players Who, that went out, there was just X Factor there, which uh, they don't have. And it was really embarrassing the way it all went yeah, about. So, it, so oh, yeah, it's, it's not a good time. Again, if them. they were winning... Wouldn't be talking about it. Well, they'll get north in a few weeks, and then all of a sudden they'll be back in town. Yeah. So, so with that, who was your biggest loser? Oh, Collingwood or the Eagles are the two biggest losers, <laughs> aren't they? So, yeah. I'll choose the Eagles, but I'm still not that worried about them. Yeah. Uh, but they need to correct the away form because yeah. to make the, well top two, we said last week was was almost a formality, and you'd say that's not the case if they can't win the away games. Top four is still a high potential, but they've got to get it together. They need a hard mid. And they'll come out and win by 10 goals on Friday night, and, and the home crowd, it'll just work for them. And yeah, see, I think Collingwood would be fired up, but I don't no, think they'll win. But, but I, they need a hard midfielder. Shuey and Yo being out. Mm. Redden's used to be that sort of role, but he's not. I, 
I don't know if O'Neill's going to be oh, able to be the saviour there either. Not straight but away, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> that's what they need. They're missing Yo. You put Yo in that side. I oh, think yeah. that straightens them up. No, straight. I agree. I totally agree with that. Who's your biggest winner? Biggest winner. You know what? Guess which team had the first... Thirst? Thirsty? Yeah. <laughs> had the third highest increase in percentage this week. Third highest increase in percentage. Yeah. Uh... Do what uh, I would say, would that have been GWS? North Melbourne. Oh, did they? They lost by 41 <laughs> points and it. they went up what? 6%. What a, what a stat. <laughs> I love that. That's how well they're going. Oh, my goodness. It's hard to argue with that. That is brilliant. <laughs> so they're the biggest winner, no. even though they lost. I love that stat. <laughs> but, no, that was that a, is awesome. I, I thought I had a pearl with the oldest side it. of Collingwood, <laughs> but I love that. Yeah. <laughs> How good is that for a 40-point loss? Yeah. Uh, well, biggest winner, though. There were plenty of those. Melbourne, I think, is the biggest winner. They've actually showed now, you have to believe that they are a team on the rise. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't say they're not. I, I think, to counteract it, Geelong could have actually had the argument for the biggest loser. Well, they could have, potentially. Yeah. Oh, they've still got plenty of time to correct it, but and they could be 0-4, literally. They duck so back this week. Oh, that'll so help. Right. Cameron, I don't know if he's too far away. So the wheels are going to turn for them. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're, they're one side that you can see that when they get Dangerfield and Cameron in there, that's another five goals easy to their oh, yeah. team. So that, that's done. That they, they would be a lot stronger. But their midfield is terrible at the moment. Well, Dangerfield can correct that stagnation of play that they have because mm-hmm. he breaks lines. They don't really have any other line breakers in their midfield without him. And was it just me? Joel Selwood usually sooks, but was he extra sooky against Melbourne? Uh, I, <laughs> I have to say I didn't see oh. the game. No, he was. Really? He got called a couple of times. High tackle against him. Oh. I think he got called for a throw. It wasn't actually a throw, oh. but oh, well. he was quite angry. And every time he made a mistake, the Melbourne team let him know about it. Yeah, so mind. it might be a bit of payback because they've probably been belted around a bit by Geelong mm. over the years. So yeah. And that's important. Out, when Geelong are down, Selwood's the one copping it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. And that's something that Melbourne has to demonstrate, winning and a hard edge. Unsociable footy. All the good teams have it. Well, so that we wrote them off at the start of the year. We didn't know where they were going to be. Top six, middle six, well, bottom six, yeah. and at the moment they're top six and looking good. And oh, so are the Bulldogs. They look fantastic. And the well, I've never had too much doubt about the Bulldogs, but they've exceeded it. <laughs> no one's talking about them still. They're four and oh, They're just top of the ladder. Well, Brisbane. I don't know. Are they a soft kill. I don't know what's going on at the moment. And oh, that think... game never really got out of third gear. I don't think. But that's Ballarat weather and the rest of that. The breeze was so strong that oh, I saw that. They yeah. were kicking it and it was pretty much coming back by the time it was going down. Oh yeah. god! So yeah, not a great spectacle that one. But uh, oh, they're going to be fine. The Bulldogs top four, I'd say now. And Melbourne, good luck to them. They are travelling, and it's good to see. I, I think like the way them. Melbourne are going, they're finals bound for sure. Yeah, and they've yeah. got a lot of uh, sort of dynamic stuff going on. Pickett as well in the forward line, and that little X factor. Oh, they've got. Sparks him up when good. he gets the ball. Stephen yeah. May out for a while yeah. now, though. That might struggle well, a little bit. I don't know if that's very long term. I'm not too sure about it. I'd have to be at least four or six weeks. Yeah, Fractured sure. eye socket. Yeah. It's pretty nasty. And Hawkins. Oh, the, oh, the I mean, he's throwing some elbows in his time, but I think that was clearly accidental. The Caleb Daniel tackle, did you see that? Uh, no. Driven I into I the heard ground. It on the radio. I don't mind that he actually got it because it was two movements and he nailed his head into the ground. didn't have to. So. Yeah, well, you know, they, they're, they're hot on those ones. Hmm. Here's one for you. Toby Green. Is he the best player in the AFL at the moment? He is in white-hot form. 
Oh, he's flying. He, he's yes. flying the AFL. I, I reckon it's either him, Fife or Bond. I think at the moment you could make a case for Petrarca, actually. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Bond, though, isn't doing anything wrong. I, I just I just can't believe... I mean, we said Toby Green's great, and I think we had him oh. down. Might have had him down as one of our ones. Definitely, we yeah. like watching and that. But I, I watched him the last couple of weeks. I mean, they got flogged the week before, but he's still... Come boys, five goals, yeah. see you later. And then Maturity he destroyed as well. Collingwood too. Oh, yeah. So, and and not, not carrying on like an idiot like he used to, you know? Well, yeah, that, and that he's potentially maturing, but he's taking on that leadership thing, Yeah. which is important. Oh, he's captain. Yeah, that's right, and he's playing like one. And he, he could be a real show at the Coleman Medal by the end of the year if he plays this the way that he's playing, but that's a long way to go. I, I reckon he might be getting votes for the Brownlow too. Sneaky well, couple in the losses too. Three for sure on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Now, I think he, um, I think he's really matured well and good luck to him. Oh, great to see. It yeah. really is. So, anything else from last week? I felt like I had another one. <laughs> I just had it. Geelong <laughs> overrated. <laughs> so we've already been Yeah, you can't there. argue with that one. <laughs> Did you see the Cunnington bump? One last one. The cu- Yeah. He got, a, he got a week. He got off. He, gave he, up, he actually end, gave yeah. up on the bump. If yeah, you watch I, the replay, halfway through he decides, I don't want to do this. And by the time he's bumped him, he just lands and jogs off. So he'd obviously but was the guy, pulled out of the bump almost. Was the guy subbed out or not? Oh, not at all. He no, so came back on and played was, out the game. That did, was really high. But that's really where they're looking, isn't it? If, if there's injury, yeah. if he hadn't knocked him out, then it would have been a week well, or so. It's like the Zach Williams one, but it was not as bad. Maybe half as bad, so half the penalty... But yeah, in the end, the bloke got up, went off, had a quick spell, came on, was one of the best players on the ground, led. So you can probably leave it at that. It got a bit of attention, but it got off, so case closed. I don't think the AFL or North Melbourne need Cunnington to not be in that side anymore. Oh, what's what's <laughs> going to matter this weekend? This would have been a great one for him to have off. Could have been, could have been. Well, you never know. You never know. Wow. <laughs> I dare you to tip it. Well, let's get into it. Yeah, the first this, game off oh, the ring. Fascinating. Thursday night footy. Keep it going. I think, is this the last one? Yeah, but they should have kept it going. Seriously. Why, why get rid it. of it? I love it. It's the Everyone best part it. of it. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Gets the weekend going. And again, we end up with the, oh, not a, much of an overlap except for the Saturday night game. That's mm. the only one. But the rest of them work. So I think it's it about the breaks. Negotiating breaks between Sundays to Thursdays. And oh, things there like was that. something actually, just before we go oh. on. There's talk about removing the pre-final oh, yes, this is an important and one. moving it to in between the prelim yeah. and the grand final to ensure the concussion works in. So if you get knocked out in a prelim, you can still play. Yeah. That's what it's all about. I like it. And I think the NFL have that model where there's a two-week right. gap to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't... Oh, geez, if your team was in it, that's two weeks of just sweating it out, isn't it? Waiting. But they, they but, push out... Say they push out because they used to have the All Australian Week and everything mm. with that bye week. That all gets moved to yeah, the it's not bad prelim grand final week. So I don't or the weekend before you know or the week between I should say. So I don't mind it. I think they could good. actually have like a charity legends game or something on the Saturday or or whatever they wanted. Really, they could just have a showcase event. Two weeks of grand final fever in Melbourne. Australia yeah, will take it on. I, I like it. And I want to lose the pre-finals by anyway. I don't like it. And it, I think now it's it is showing or has shown. It's a disadvantage to teams that win their qualifying final. It has been, yes. And I can see why. And it makes sense to me. I mean, last year it was both of them. I don't know if that's happened before. But I, I think, to me, you need that advantage. If you have a week off, everyone's fresh. 
the extra week off is almost a disadvantage if you win that first week. So I think scrap that, and if that means putting one before the grand final, and you would hate to miss, like Chelsea Randall for Adelaide, yeah. that's pretty unlucky. I, I think it's a good move. Call it early and get on with it. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, I don't mind they that need to. They I don't need think to finalise it, it now. this year. Well, yeah. they want to do no, it. They, yeah, they they'd want to do make it this year call. because of that concussion, possibly missing a grand final because you got a concussion, which... You should have your two mandatory. We agreed at the start. You should have your mandatory yeah, twelve days no if that's what the doctors are all yeah. agreeing on. Well, then have your two weeks before. I don't mind it. Yeah, but make the call now so teams can get ready for it and everyone knows what's oh. going on. If it's growing legs, it'll, it'll the call will be made. The pre-finals buy has yeah. got to go. Yeah, it's crap anyway. Yeah. Get rid of that. No, no, agree entirely. Bulldogs went through because of that that year. Yeah, they, that's they ended right. up having oh, they would have four lost players or something. Sure. Oh, six, wasn't it? Oh, it was, it was ridiculous amount. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that's the thing that as well. The Bulldogs are almost being talked about like a holly, like a um, what's the word? Underdog. You know? Like a Cinderella yeah, story. Yeah, Cinderella. Yeah. They're one it. of the last three flags to have won a uh, teams to have won a flag. Yeah, yeah. This so, year, and you now, mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been Richmond and the Eagles, and then it was them. But they're the they're the. You know, feel good story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, no worry. This Melbourne train will build momentum as it goes. We saw it oh, in the eighteen year. Wouldn't you love to see it? Well, it depends if they're playing my team or not. Well, we talked about <laughs> this in the first episode. You, you will be if it's the West Coast versus Melbourne. You'll feel terribly guilty if you beat them. I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be pretty happy. Right. All right, let's get into it. Yeah. Saints Richmond. Oh. It's going to be a good game. Like honestly, yeah. I think it's. I don't think it's at the MCG. It must be at Marvel. It's at is that Marvel. Right? It's at Marvel, and historically, the Saints. Maddie's match. Richmond. Maddie's match. Yeah, Maddie's match, which is fantastic as yeah. well. Great cause. It is a great cause. The, the Saints uh, Maddie's match scarf looks sensational with the purple stripes on it. For any Saints fans out there, I'd load up on one of those. So it's actually quite close. It's eleventh versus eight. <laughs> Just saying. Well, you know, call that what you want. Oh, they could if they get a run on at home under the roof. There's no question they can pose a danger. I would, I'm tipping Richmond to win by 12 points. Richmond have to start winning, really. That 2-2 two two is not the end of the world, but they need to start winning. But if the Saints play with the kind of spirit they did last week, they really could um, salute. Jack Steele, roughy for the Brownlow for sure oh, right now. Won't be rough for long. What'd you say? Richmond by 12? Richmond 12. I, I got Richmond by 20. I think we're on the same sort of margin. Yeah, there, right? but it wouldn't Lines. surprise at yeah. all if the Saints were to win this. But the Saints can get a run on. Yeah. We saw what they did against the Eagles. At the Let's MCG, see. I wouldn't say it, but certainly at Marvel. Eagles, Collingwood, Friday night. Shouldn't take long. Shouldn't well, take long. Collingwood have it. <laughs> the last couple of years, they've had games where they've come over backs to the wall, and I think they've both been a point. Beat well, the they lost. By a point. They lost the first final in eighteen. That was the best yeah. game I'd seen that year until oh, the grand final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was at that. Incredible. Game. And then last year they beat them in the elimination final. Oh, well, but no chance. No one gave yeah. them a chance. And then next week they got flogged by Geelong. I think they called Eagles on the hop. I think Eagles are ready this time. Don't worry about that. Oh, but I, I think Eagles. Fire. Even on current form, the way that they lost to St Kilda, but the Eagles demolished Port the week before. Oh. I think the Eagles should win this. 30 points. Yeah, I would say, well, it... But Collingwood could surprise you. They might come oh, out. they can. They might come out, backs to the wall, everyone's yeah. against them again. That's what they'll be playing. I think you'll, yeah, the, the West Coast will win. I'd say 40 points. There we and, go. But, you know, a little side note, old uh, Fumblefingers darling, if he took that mark in the goal square with five minutes left, it was only a couple of points. 
could have arrested back momentum. It doesn't matter now, but that's the little things in footy. They could have done 100 things that game and it might have made a difference. At one stage, McGovern just kept kicking it out of the back pocket. Just kept kicking it down the line to the same spot where there was 30 players. Yeah. At, like, you know, the end of the third quarter, they they needed Hearn to steady the ship. So oh, yeah. I think, forget about that game, the Eagles would have forgotten about it oh, and they'll move on. And, well, it'll come up in that pre-game draft. And you know what, if Collingwood lose by 30 or 40, well, the heat is all over Buckley again. Ooh. Big time. If he thought he was in the hot seat last week, this week, look out next week if that's the case. I, so. don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I think it would have to get ugly for that to be the case. I think this is, it's almost a free swing for Collingwood because no one's giving them a hope in hell of winning this. If they even get close, everyone's going to say, oh, well, they've, they've shown enough here. They, the solidarity, they care. No, but if it's know. an 80-point loss, then it's like, I think I think it's because it's going to be a loss. I think they'll be angry no matter what. They, couldn't, they could not come in expecting to win that. But it, it, that little sub-story will make it interesting, but I think the Eagles are pretty easy. Dogs, Gold Coast? Yeah, well, what can you say? 99% says the Dogs. Mm, yeah, which 1% said the Suns, I mean. <laughs> yeah, the Suns are... They're just sort of just below par like they usually are. The Bulldogs are absolutely flying. I think the Suns are injury-riddled now. Yeah, that but certainly that doesn't help. Oh, Witt's going out, yeah. But then, how could they not have a replacement Ruckman to come in? At one stage, they had... Hugh Greenwood in the yeah. ruck. Why? Well, they have Zach Smith, but he's injured as well. Yeah, but surely they've still got a tall forward or someone they can throw in there. Oh. Sam Collins would have been better in the ruck than Hugh Greenwood. Well, they did like, right. They didn't think much of him for some yeah, reason. I don't disagree with that trade either. But to me, I still wouldn't put a midfielder in the ruck. I know Bulldogs yeah. did it with Dunkley, but surely we've got a, a tall player that they can play. They've got Chris Burgess going through there, don't they, now? Anyways, dogs, yeah. 40 points for me. Shouldn't be an issue. Did I say a margin? I don't think no. so. No. Oh. 50. 50, yeah. Marvel. Oh, they'll just be zinging it around. Don't worry about that. If that game, that could the Ballarat really game ugly. against the Lions had it been at Marvel, it would have been just about 10 goals the way they played. Oh, I think this that will be an ugly game yeah. for the Gold Coast It could Suns. be. It could be. It's a shame because you feel like they're building, but they just keep one step forward, one step back. Here we go with probably oh. the game of the round besides Saints-Richmond. Sydney GWS Battle of the Bridge. GWS have got fight in these games. Oh yeah. This is this is like the equivalent of the Derby, the the Essendon Hawks, all those sort of games, these big games. GWS come to a party every time. I think they will again. Or Sydney when it was the other way around. It yeah. was always close. Yeah, I, I think GWS will come Usually. again, but Sydney probably too good. Ten points for me. Yeah, this is really interesting. I I'm just gonna play the safe card and also say Sydney. By 15, but I would not be shocked at all if the Giants would have win. No, I think it's going to be tight game. And, and, and I, I hope so. I actually, I'm Jeez. calling it. It's the game of the round for me. Oh, I tell you, the game of the round. I've got a different one for you. All right. There it is. I've got a couple closer. Carlton ones. Port is that the game of the round? Uh, no, but that should be interesting. At the MCG. Yeah. Oh, that's a wonder because they're not a big uh, away drawing. Port, well, that was... Why the G? Because it's not Carlton's home ground anyway. Well, that's why I couldn't understand that Collingwood-Brisbane. Why didn't they play that at the G that time oh, when they changed the fixture? They didn't have access to it, did they? But it was a Thursday night game, I think. Yeah, it was I a game know. on its own. It didn't make sense to me then. I don't know why. But this one... Oh, look, I, is, that, is that where we're up to? Have we missed Lions and Essendon? Lions and Essendon? Our apps are doing them in different order. That doesn't matter. Let's do that first. Yeah, mine's got it. Sorry, 2.35. Oh, no. they start at the same time, so what's the difference? 
So Carlton and Port, well, you know, Carlton could get super yeah, close, and they pushed them to after the siren last year. And that that's a different ball game uh, to now, but... I'm not convinced on Carlton. No, I'm not convinced either. But uh, they, they, they look around the mark. Port, I'm still not that convinced about either. I, I know they're going to be there at the end of the season, and they had a blinder against Richmond. It was just a great, tight game. I could see Carlton getting close and giving them a scare. I don't think they're good enough to beat Port, though, so Port should win by three goals. Port by 40. 40? You think it's going to get like I, that? Yeah, I think Carlton are going to get showed up by Port. You said Port by 18, Port by 40. I, Port's got too much talent for Carlton. Oh, I'm not arguing with And that. I think that kicked him into gear last week. They believe him now, don't worry. Brisbane-Essendon. So is this your game of the round, is it? This is going to be the game of the round. <laughs> it is. And you know what else? Oh, Essendon are going to win this game. Whoa, we're on, we're Essendon on. Essendon will win this. How much? Oh, a small margin. Four. Four points. I think they'll win. I'm taking I the safe I was pretty option. impressed. No, with them I, against Sydney. I called it. I said they play really, really well at Sydney. There's always a fight on that game. Like, a, not a fight, fight, but an actual challenging game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Essendon, um, it's a bit unfair on the Melbourne teams playing two away games in a row, is it? Played Sydney last week and then they've got to go to the Brisbane. That's a bit unfair for poor Melbourne teams, isn't it? Yeah, surely, it surely no other Melbourne team gets that draw. Come on now. <laughs> No, we've, excuse me, Richmond played in Adelaide last week, and yeah. now they've got to go to Marvel. <laughs> so how, that's tough. Adelaide's probably closer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, flight, the plane goes Adelaide and then back. Oh, and Richmond, back in the day, they did have to travel to their home game in Cairns sometimes. So. <laughs> and it usually went really well for us. No, no I, but I don't understand why that is the case with Essendon travelling away twice. That no, doesn't usually it's happen. It's an so. of the fixture, but it comes out in the wash. They won't be minding that. I like Essendon. They've got some fight about it. They bunk into them. I, yeah. I said at the start of the year, I thought they were middle six. I still think they can get there. Oh. They've lost a lot of players. Dylan Shields out really hurts them, but they're looking good. How good's Carl Hooker down forward? Oh, and he's <laughs> level, and he's like the, the general. Yeah, he's the one-on-one player down there. What, yeah. 30, 32 oh, years of age, no, probably yeah. older. Like, good on him. just like, get out of the way. And he's the old G yeah, train. Yeah, yeah. That's what he is. He's the H train. Not quite the H train. <laughs> Not quite as angry as the G train. He'll get there. Well, if they keep losing by a couple of points. Oh, I've got Brisbane by 10. I think you're right. I think it will be a good game. Essendon's young players are surprising me. Yeah. I have to take a bit of a step back on my pre-season prediction because even though they're not winning, I think they're further up than I thought they were. They, the development is further along than I thought. Well, they're just getting the belief in. Oh, yeah. Smash Saints. Just missed that game against Sydney. Yeah, and Str- Stringer actually, not a player I love. No. Not a person I love, but he's been playing well. And uh, look out, Brisbane. Because you're right, it's going to be a cracker. Oh, and if they and if Brisbane lose, I think I'll already tell you who next week's biggest loser is going to be. Adelaide Frio. Now this could be also the game of the round. No, I don't think so. Oh, well, I think Frio got... away. They don't. They, they don't, don't appeal to me at like all. The Eagles a little bit. At the moment, yeah. Adelaide by ten points though, still. Oh, but I think Adelaide have they won more the same amount of games as they did last year now? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they have. After four rounds. Well, they've got to win a fourth to prove to me they've come along. Because... <laughs> to prove that their season's getting better each year. Well, I'll tell you what. Their fourth <laughs> quarter against North, a hobbled North, 
was just scintillating. Yes. North were virtually not there. But the previous two quarters, North had showed them right up. And I was sitting there thinking, Adelaide is still the second worst team. My certainty was Tex would kick eight. I think he got three. Yeah, my certainty was going to be seven or less. I chickened out. <laughs> he kicked two in the first minute. Well, I thought I was on. Yeah, well, I, I, got I, was on. I should have got 18. <laughs> uh, no, I think the Dockers are win. I'm only... Ooh. Yeah, I know. Dockers are Jeez, away. You love picking the Dockers. They don't win away. I know that. So but but Adelaide is still just Adelaide. I reckon you've picked Dockers... Fourth week in a row, Chris. Uh, I picked Hawthorne last week. Oh, okay. So there you go. And what, how'd that go too? <laughs> whatever they do, whatever I think they'll do. I'll so free over how much? Uh, Ten goals? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Won't be a big margin. Eight points. I reckon there's enough talent there. They should be able to wear Adelaide down and beat them. <sighs> the forward line is like still not great. Line. Yeah, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, putting a ruckman down there in Darcy and I don't know. I like Meek in the ruck for him though. Oh, I do, like do you? Yes. I, I think he's all right. I don't reckon he does a lot. I think they're going to lose Darcy at the end of the year, so they're probably playing yeah, I think forward that's a done deal, isn't a bit it? of currency yeah, there. That's done and that's deal. not a bad option for them because they need a forward. And even before that, I mean, we had Lobb, Tabernar. Yeah. It wasn't setting the world on fire then. Oh, Tracy looks all right. Yeah, Tracy looks okay. Yeah. But there's not yeah, there's But not keep much. playing him. Keep playing him. And Longmuir will. He'll, he'll be good like that. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another interesting fact. Dockers took Brayshaw and Chera as their first two picks yeah. in this year's draft. Oh, he North, was three years ago. Yeah. Right. Oh, sorry. That's the year I'm talking about. Yeah. Though. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. This year I'm talking about. Norton and Oscar Allen were still available. Norton's a WA. Is Oscar Allen a WA product? Yeah. Both of them West Australians. And Chera, South Australian, is he? And Brayshaw, Victorian. Yeah. Geez, that sort of goes against the, the modern day trend of trying to pick homegrown talent. But imagine if they had Norton. We'd never take Norton and Allen. But if you took Norton and Allen now, imagine that in their forward line. I mean, it's little things you play with like that. But again... Brayshaw and Chera are great players. But at the time with the Dockers, they did have Hogan and Lobb lining up for them. So they thought they were okay. Did they have Lobb then? I think they did, yeah. I'm pretty sure Lobb might have come before Hogan. No, they they definitely had McCarthy. (laughs) Yeah, they had McCarthy and Tabernas. So they probably... To their, in their defence, they're probably high on tall forwards. It just hasn't worked out. I don't but how them. good a team would they look right now if they had Norton oh, and Oscar Allen? Either one of them. Just something to straighten yeah, them up. But then again, if Tabner and Lobb were, weren't both injured. Yeah. And Tracy might be that player. Oh, he's got so much talent. But this, I'm telling you, Brayshaw and Chera and Sarong, who's a little off the boil at the moment, the second-year Blues... That is a sensational young midfield. Brayshaw is going to be a star. He could be a Brownlee medalist. I reckon Sarong was best on ground in the first quarter. Yeah, he only played one <laughs> But yeah, just, I, I, I'm happy with their drafting strategy on that front. But yeah, they just I mean, need you look now, Norton, They just need a fall. Norton, I mean. And uh, Oscar Allen's better than Norton, I think. But Norton's a bit more flairy. Depends as well, though. Look at Oscar Allen. Well, I mean, he's got go. Kennedy and Darling, so he's of always course. the third best forward. Whereas Norton was yeah. like, you're the best already And he's, he's playing in a good side. The ball gets down there, yeah. so he looks a lot better by being with the Eagles. But he can go back. He I can think. play right. I mean, he's just an yeah. everything kind of guy. But he but he wouldn't be the player he was if he wasn't drafted to the oh. Eagles. So what would you learn works. Kennedy yeah. and Darling all the time? But anyway, so yeah, that, that is interesting. Apparently the Dockers are going to make a big offer for Oscar Allen. I don't think he's going to no, he's got no... He's going to live in the absolute dream. So next well, year he'll be their centre-half forward or yeah, full forward. Yeah, Kennedy might back. go. Kennedy could play on. He's still doing all right. Anyway, no, he's going okay. it was an interesting little thing I saw. No, earlier. that is interesting, but they're not going to get Oscar Allen. Hawks, Melbourne. It's an interesting game. 
Melbourne, I think Melbourne get it done. I got Melbourne by 30. I'm really impressed with them now. They took out Geelong. I mean, Geelong weren't that impressive, as we said, but I wasn't sold on Melbourne. I'm not still not sold on them come the end of the year. It's a long way to go. Geelong will still be thereabouts. They'll get players back. They'll come all right. But I think so. But Melbourne at the moment are in oh, white-hot no. form. They'll only get better. Melbourne they're by still, 30. Yeah, they're I've finding got. their groove. I don't think it'll be that much. I think the Hawks know how to challenge without winning. I think they'll... Uh, They'll get get to within twelve points. It'll be twelve points. But Melbourne, are, they are flying. I'm Looking I'm good. really impressed with them. Mm. And what we said at the start of the year, we didn't know where they were. I think we now know. Surely top six and Goodwin. You know, I I haven't seen enough of Melbourne. Actually, watched enough of Melbourne to know how much of the coaching and strategies are, are playing in on that. But of all the three coaches we talked about, he doesn't oh. have a care in the world at the moment. And then we got Geelong North Melbourne to finish it off. Ooh. Thinking hundred. I got Geelong by forty. Yeah, well, it's North actually did show a little bit against the Crows. I think they just lack the composure or the um, the they're not settled enough to really challenge for a full game. But I think they could win a couple of quarters in this one. Mm. I think, but the, what the the risk they face is similar to what happened to the Crows. Geelong, are, even though the Crows beat them, a better team. So if, if North are within, if North are 30 down at three-quarter time, they could still lose by 90, you know? Oh, it's such a long dangers back, I'm pretty yeah. sure. It could get it ugly. It could get really ugly. 99%. Dollar and three. Again, who's the 1%? Like, is that? Someone, North Melbourne's mother, one of the players' mums, has <laughs> gone out on a limb there. That must be all their mums. Yeah. So we're going Geelong. How much, Chris? I'm just, no, it's not about how much. It's about which player or how many of their players will outscore North. Mm. No, I don't know. The big hawk, the tomahawk. I'll say 10 goals. I'll say 10 goals. 60 points. I don't think it'll be an absolute... Give a bit of hope for North. I'd really like them to start challenging. That was great to see. First three quarters, they're in the game against Adelaide. Yeah. Last quarter was disappointing. Just keep that up. It's all about... You don't have to have the best skills in the world. You just got to have the pressure. Mm. That's all St. Kilda did. They just turned the pressure of Dial up and the Eagles couldn't handle it. So you just got to have the pressure. That's all it is. So keep your heads up, North Melbourne, yeah. and get there. No, you can see signs now. And Will, the Will Phillips check side was pretty exciting, and that got the crowd going. Yeah. I don't know if you caught any of that, but oh, they've got they have got and Tom Powell, a young midfielder, playing brilliant footy. So they have some things to work with, but they're they're just starting a little bit behind from where any other team is. So you wouldn't think they'll be winning this, and they. They might not win for a while, but you just want to see something. But they won't win. No, they will not win. <laughs> so that's good. We get to finish the round on a high. We'll all get that tip right. So, last week we had a couple of certainties. Surprise, surprise. We're not doing too well on these no, certainties. No, I've got to adjust the certainty factor. Tex by eight for me. Eight plus. So goals. eight goals he's going to get. Didn't work out too well. I think he got three in the end. Three. He got, went really quiet Actually, after the first pretty, two minutes. He was all right. He, no, he played a good yeah, game. Yeah, he did all right. He's a great presence. And you said St Kilda dropped five players for the Eagles. I think they dropped two. No, it was four. They dropped them, though, or oh, some of them injured? Four changes. Oh, okay. Four changes. Not far off. Not far off. Dropped them off. Closer than the eight goals. I'll give you that. So we got any certainties <laughs> this week, Chris? I've got a nice one. Go for it. Crows win the AFLW Grand Final. Yes. Chelsea Randall gets up and does a Katie Brennan and rips up her top to show an Adelaide single underneath. 
Oh, how's that? Don't mind it. Don't mind it. I think they're favourites for the it's AFLW. Grand it's not final, about the win. It's about oh, okay. The, oh, the shirt up. The problem is she'll be listening, and this will influence her decision now. <laughs> well, you know my, my certainty. What's yours? I'm getting nine out of nine for my tips this week. That's your certainty. That's my certainty. That is bold. All of them are coming true there. You told me off the other week when I chose two of the games I'd tipped. I'll pick a nine. Oh, you just got ahead and picked nine. Fair enough, mate. That's a pretty big certainty. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm pretty you... confident in oh, that. Oh, man, I'll buy a beer. Beers are on me next week if you get all nine. I'll get a... Uh, what's it called? A Mr. Banks Brewing Co. McConaughey's. All right, all right, oh, all right. We're, we're there, are we? We're uh, putting it out there, are we? I think, I think I've got it pretty confident. And... Um, in my support, they are all favourites <laughs> of big, so... Yeah, well, that, well that makes it even braver. <laughs> that makes it even braver. But I, oh. I think I'm, I'm confident in that. I think there's a couple of big blowouts happening on these rounds now, and I don't like it. And I think there's going to be a couple more blowouts, because really, besides You've looking at this... 40 is your biggest margin. 40, I've got it three, got I've got it three times. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of them are likely to go over... And then I've got a couple of 30s. And I don't like it. I want the close games. Oh, yeah. I think St Kilda, Richmond. What else? Sydney, GWS. Brisbane, Essendon, maybe. Adelaide, Frio. Maybe they'll be tight. Maybe they won't. Even Saints, Richmond. But I I could actually see five of the games getting really messy. It could happen. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I think Essendon are such a show to beat Brisbane. So... That leads us to our favourite segment. Swap it around. You say Statman and I'll have a go at doing the other bit. Oh, okay. Oh, even though you're awesome at it, but... Is it I'm a... I'm a Statman! I'm the Statman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is no time for coaching. <laughs> Be ba 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 da Oh, it did feel good. I think we'll go <laughs> back to our... We'll swap it back next week. It works better. We both know what well, we're doing the other way around. It. That's all right. So last week, we picked the highest scoring team. Chris Sydney with 83. Mick Adelaide 109. So Mick got it. I got it. Yeah. But I do feel like I cheated the system a bit because I did pick him against North Melbourne. You gave but, the first dibs. But at three quarter time, I think Adelaide were only like 56 or something. Yeah. So it wasn't too. Well, I was fine. I was getting a bit worried. Good. Don't worry. Yeah, shame. So Mick's up three. We've had a tie. There's the four rounds. So this week's stat is the team. That's going to kick the most behinds. Mm. Have you got one on your top of your lips? Mugs away. You yeah, no, no, you go first because it didn't do me any good last week. I think the team that's going to get the most behinds this week is St Kilda. Ooh. I think the pressure's going to be on them. Really? Under think, the roof. I think Richmond's going to be all over them. And I think that's what's going to end up happening. That the pressure will be too much and they'll get the most behinds. Okay. Doesn't matter if they win the game, lose the game, most behind. Yeah, no, of course. So I'm going out on a limb. Got to get you back in the game somehow on these stats, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went the bond and we couldn't even beat me on that one with Revolt. Oh, Jackie, no. Jackie, Jackie. That's a tragic <laughs> result. He played pretty Any well other week, sport. I'm sure he's outscored him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it'll be who it's going to be is West Coast Eagles. The most behind. I know you kicked 13-3 last week or something like that, but you're going to get a lot of pings at the sticks. And I, I think Collingwood are a relatively defensively-minded side, and I think you'll be having a lot of shots from angles. I gave you the perfect 
League out. No, the Dockers go are going to come good. Against North Melbourne. Same thing. They'll, they'll kick 35 they kick goals. 13 35. goals for the Eagles last week. 34, yeah. The week before, 16-12. They did have a lot of shots against Port. So, yeah, there's a lot of behinds there it still. It doesn't have to be inaccurate. They I think it's more so... Five and still get more. 14-9. That's right. That's exactly right. It's more so that the Eagles are more renowned for their accuracy that it surprises me. But no, I'm going 12-11. Well, right, at, home, at home, they do get a lot of behinds. Because they have a lot of shots, so... Now, shots from the pocket, because Collingwood are going to force them wide with Darcy Moore. Although you've got like, triple towers there, so Darcy Moore can't do everything. No, I'm sticking to it. No, fair enough. It's a oh, at the board, you know. Let's go for it. I, I think Darcy Moore might get a little bit found out, because if he's... Who's he going to play on? Darling? Kennedy? Oh, Allen? At the way that he's going, he'd beat any one of them, but he can only beat one of them. If he beats one. You know yeah. what I mean? You, so if, Eagles, say he beats Kennedy... Then Darling and Oscar Allen are doing their thing. If he beats Darling, then Kennedy's play doing on, his thing. I think he's playing Kennedy because he liked the fact that he think he could outrun off him. Well, that's probably right. But then, so that leaves Roughhead to play on Darling, which is whoever, interesting. Whoever the forward is that's playing on Darcy Moore, they're probably going to be the one that's leading up the ground on the half-forward flank, aren't they? Try and get him away from it altogether. So then you can go with your long bomb and he's not there in the way? I think so. But it'll be an interesting concept. Jerry Howe's still playing all right. Too. Oh, he's, about he's that. a great so. player. Great player. Yeah. So there you go. That'll be interesting. I wonder if I'll land one. Well, I'm bound to get one at some stage. I'm North Melbourne at the moment, so <laughs> that draw oh. was about as good as maybe they're hoping for. <laughs> it's all right. We'll come back <laughs> next week. And it'll be good because both our teams will have a win on the weekend, so oh, we'll, be nice. we'll be happier next week. That's for sure. I hope so. Otherwise, your <laughs> 9 out of 9 ain't coming true. All right, well, that was another good one, mate. It was good. Cheers. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next week.